President Donald Trump gave new momentum to the controversial Keystone XL pipeline when he took office. But the final say on whether the pipeline is built may lie on the Great Plains. For Inside Energy, Grant Gerlock reports on landowners in a rural part of Nebraska who promised to put a kink in the president's plans. Jeannie Crumley's introduction to the Keystone XL oil pipeline came seven years ago. That's when she learned heavy crude from Canada, up to 35 million gallons per day, could soon pass through her land. In fact, the pipeline route isn't far from her kitchen where we sat to talk. The pipeline would be about, uh, I don't know, 400 yards north of my house, running through a creek out here where cattle water and where we draw irrigation water. Crumley's family raises cattle and corn in Holt County in north-central Nebraska. They draw water for thirsty crops and livestock from the High Plains Aquifer. She calls the underground reservoir the lifeblood of the operation. Keystone XL would run through the land above that water supply. The company in charge of the project, TransCanada, says pipelines are safer than hauling oil by train, and it says it will accept the legal responsibility to clean up any damage. But for Jeannie Crumley, an oil leak on her land is something she can't afford. For our agricultural purposes, the purity of the water is essential, and it's the thing that probably is driving the resistance. She and a group of other local landowners sued to block TransCanada from seizing land by eminent domain. And in 2015, it looked like that resistance had paid off when the Obama White House rejected Keystone XL. It was a sweet victory, but I'm a realist, too. I knew it was a victory, but I didn't believe that the battle was over. We'll see if we can get that pipeline built. A lot of jobs, 28,000 jobs, great construction jobs. Four days after his inauguration, President Donald Trump revived the project. At a signing ceremony in the Oval Office, he issued an executive order directing the State Department to approve the pipeline. Now, Crumley and dozens of like-minded landowners in this farming and ranching community are reviving their resistance. They gathered at the community center in the Holt County seat of O'Neill to hear from allies like Jane Kleb of the anti-pipeline group Bold Alliance. We certainly don't have somebody in the White House right now that um, we feel like we can influence a lot, but we think we can stop it here in the state. Keystone XL could be approved at the federal level by the end of March. But Kleb says TransCanada still must have two things from Nebraska, a route approved by the state's Public Service Commission and contracts with all landowners, either voluntarily or through eminent domain. Sarah Shore of the climate change activism group 350.org, which opposes the pipeline, says there will be other stall tactics, federal lawsuits and legal complaints by tribes in South Dakota. But these Nebraska landowners could be an important obstacle. Keystone XL can't be built without eminent domain. Even after that, landowners are planning further legal challenges. If we stop the route through Nebraska, we stop the pipeline. The pipeline does have supporters in Nebraska. Governor Pete Ricketts has touted the potential construction jobs and tax revenue. And there are supporters in Holt County for the same reasons. Bill Tilkey has heard from them. He chairs the County Board of Supervisors. They passed a resolution against Keystone XL, but Tilkey was surprised. A lot of people were upset because they want the pipeline. I had probably more calls with people wondering why uh, we had done the resolution than I ever did uh, on people calling to say to, to do that. Politically speaking, Holt County is deep red. Voters went for Donald Trump 8-1 to one over Hillary Clinton. 
But at the local level, Keystone XL doesn't break along party lines the way it does nationally. We have to live in the community with our neighbors. We go to church with our neighbors. So we get along, but at a superficial level. Landowner Jeannie Crumley says the pipeline is like the elephant in the room. Both supporters and opponents are entrenched in their views, but they rarely discuss it publicly. The rules of the game now are you don't talk about something controversial. Now Keystone XL is back in the open, and Crumley hopes it'll get people talking, even if they don't agree, because this part of rural Nebraska will have a lot to say about the pipeline's fate. For Inside Energy, I'm Grant Gerlock. That story came to us from Harvest Public Media, a public media collaboration that reports on food and agriculture in the Midwest.